All right, here we go. A friend is a buddy that you love. We bring him on the show to teach us some stuff. And when the show comes to an end, if anyone asks, you must contend. Jason and Kelsey have friends. Jason and Kelsey have friends. All right, welcome to Jason and Kelsey have friends. I'm Jason. And I'm Kelsey. And we are two Bay Area Asians learning from our friends. You you did a little, you zhuzhed up the uh, the chord progression on one of the guitar I parts. Did, I did because I didn't remember how the song yeah, actually went. Yeah, you like raged. also midway through. I was debating to myself whether or not I started on the right key. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. it felt a little bit lower. Than it normal. was a little bit lower. Yeah, but that's okay. okay. Yeah, that's okay. It's a little good. bit of a, a remix. Yeah. yeah, I mean Bob wouldn't do that, but that's fine. <laughs> But it's fine. It's fine. I'm, t- I'm definitely cutting that because nobody, nobody <laughs> it cares. Matter. Nobody it matter. cares about B.O.B. Organic conversation before <laughs> recording the podcast. People love it. We can ask our next guest if she loves it because she's an avid listener. B.O.B. Let's just put words in her mouth right now. No, I'm an avid listener of our podcast of like what people like to hear. Like They want to see us as real people, Jason. So uh, that's <laughs> that's what I learned this week. Authenticity, uh-huh. okay. Is but important. what what did you actually learn this right, week? Right, actually, this week. <laughs> All right. Um, this is kind of a personal question. Actually, kind of want to ask the I want to ask the table if it were, mm-hmm. and potentially if we can get some answers from our executive producer behind me. But when you kiss, do you Ooh. think you tend to lean oh, oh, no. to the right? Oh, okay. or do you generally feel more comfortable leaning to the left? Oh, so don't I'm going to so you tell me actually everybody think of their answer because I don't want cheats as you know with the games gonna, I like to have people answer at the same time so there's no like skewing like, oh, like, I'm going to practice on the mic okay so <laughs> I would love to hear everyone's answer I'm going to give you three seconds wow Dora is pondering yeah <laughs> she she's is. got her thinking cap on okay yeah. all right uh on three everyone ready okay one two three straight on you're an idiot. Wait, uh, I'm the only one that said anything. It's a podcast, people. <laughs> Everyone else just pointed. <laughs> oh, I, I really wish this was a vi- video medium because you answered spot on and just Dora and our guests were like stone-faced as if I asked them the most offensive No, question. no, they, they both pointed to the right, oh, I believe. Oh, did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And and I, I jokingly said straight on, but I, I also agreed to the right. Oh, okay. I uh, also tend right and apparently most people go to the right and i don't know why is it be is this have something to do with right-handedness like do left-handed folks i have no that's a good question i don't know i don't know is anyone left-handed here (laughs) (laughs) in the sample size of four no one's left-handed but yeah that's interesting i mean we have an n i mean i was pretty good at statistics so our n of four a hundred percent of the n Uh uh-huh go right yeah yeah What's the R square value to that? Uh, it depends if it's statistically significant. <laughs> I think it's the other way around, but okay. I'm just, I'm just literally <laughs> saying things that I remember. I barely pass statistics. Um, yeah. But it's weird to think that that's just inborn. Because otherwise you'd have a lot of traffic. You know what I mean? Like if one person went right, the other person went left. Like that would be weird. Like that would be more confusing a lot of the times. But that doesn't happen. What about in England? 
Ooh, that's true because they do drive on the left. <laughs> that's very so, true. So there's two good like hypotheses right now. Also, our guest is talking, which is not allowed. Uh, <laughs> what about in England? That's four words. You're at your max, so let's try to keep it down a little bit, okay? Um, yeah, it's weird. Like for me, it just like I was thinking about it when I read it, and then I kind of did like my neck exercise, and it does feel weird to go left. Well, that's all I'm going to do now. Yeah. Going left? Yeah. Okay. Because I, I do believe it's like important to have balance, balance, right? You right. can't just be strong on, you, on one you side You don't just of your do body, curls right? on yeah. one bicep, do you? No. No, no, no. Don't do curls at yeah. all, and then you're balanced. By the way, I apologize to our executive producer in advance for Jason's changing kissing techniques. <laughs> we don't kiss, but okay. Oh, okay. That's cool. weird. <laughs> this is definitely getting cut, I think. <laughs> yes, for sure. It's so awkward. Ooh, I'm getting fired later. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she's executive, got a knife. Executive she's producer. Got a knife. Executive producer literally is holding a knife right now. She, she is seething. She's cutting that mango so gingerly. Yeah, no. uh, but yeah, that's what I learned this week. What about you, Jason? Yeah. So I learned something interesting this week. I learned something about our executive producer. <gasps> I learned something about Dora. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. Don't you know everything about Dora? Yeah, we've we've been together for a very very long time. Okay, can, can we? Yeah. Okay, how long have you known Dora? I've known Dora since uh, freshman year of high school, which is we're like thirteen years old. Yeah, so it's okay. been like twenty one years maybe. And how long have you been together with Dora? It's like I'm Eight, since like, eighteen, so like six, sixteen years. Sixteen years. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. And you just learned something new about her. Yeah, yeah, which is why this is like worthy of like sharing. Okay, I think. Let's do yeah, it. yeah. I'm excited. Um, so what I learned is. Dora is pregnant. What the hell? Dude! Wait, hold on. You cut this part. Oh, shit. That's amazing. This is how you tell me. Yep. That's a good one. Yeah. How? What the hell? You made me go first? <laughs> oh. God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we um, switch it or just cut mine? Good lord, that one doesn't even matter. No, your fact was pretty good. In fact, I don't even remember what you said. Yeah, but. it was so good. No one remembers it. Oh my god. We definitely did cut a lot of this because this is not going in the final edit. But like, how? What? How far along? How high is my voice right now? <laughs> it's. 20 weeks yeah that's a man congratulate actually you two yeah you were there and the guest seems like she knew already because she yeah. was just like i was like looking at her she's just like yeah 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 that's yeah. fact yeah duh oh my god this, i have so many follow-up questions but we have a guest and this is so unprofessional <laughs> um oh my god i'm like, yeah. crying. I'm like legit crying man this wow is awesome. that's great yeah, no, I mean, yeah, yeah. oh sh- okay yeah, yeah. Oh my God. yeah, you're crying out of sympathy for me. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. A okay. lot of knowledge transferred. Yeah, a lot of knowledge. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Honestly, Adora will ask, like, we'll ask each other, we'll check in and be like, hey, you, like, how, do, how are you feeling about this? Yeah, like, yeah. Are we ready? Like, uh-huh. that sort of thing. And then oftentimes I like, I bring you up. I'm like, well, Kelsey can do it. Oh, and, he, no. and he does a good job of it, you know? So, like, I got, I got somebody to kind of well, model is, it after. That right? is so, very, very sweet of yeah. you to say. Thank you. Yeah. I, honestly, for the first, just keep them alive. That's generally my biggest <laughs> advice. Yes, shaking her head. 
Just generally shaking her head. She's nodding her head. Sorry, she's nodding. Sorry, shaking her head in, in, a, in an up, up and, and down, down fashion. <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry. I didn't mean shaking. I, sorry, I'm also incredibly sleep deprived. I think I told you this yesterday, but my uh, youngest son got sick on Thursday, and I yeah. basically was up all night with him. Yet to recover the sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. But that is, dude. Oh my god. Yeah. It's uh, it's very. I don't even. I'm flummoxed. <laughs> I can't even. I mean, normally I'm just word vomiting, but now I'm just like. Knocked on a tizzy. This is amazing news. Yeah. This you. is all very long because the guest also needs to be introduced. I have so no, no, many no, questions. No, 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 no. Right. This is great. Okay. Um, Wait, yeah. okay. We gotta, you got to do the same thing to Kelly. I want to see her reaction as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're yeah, definitely yeah, going to sure. do that later. So it works it. out perfectly. Yeah, yeah. You guys should actually do a, a cut of you telling people and then like have that for something. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, yeah, yeah. So we, we have recordings. Okay, awesome. Yeah. I want to see that. Rachel's later. recording is pretty funny because she was just like, I know. <laughs> that is so badass. It was very badass. <laughs> that's like um that's like in Star Wars when like Princess Leia and Empire Strikes Back, she's like, I love you. And Han Solo just goes, I know. And then the then the stuff comes up. Does anyone watch Star Wars in this room? No. A very popular movie series <laughs> that people generally enjoy. Oh, I've heard of it, yeah. Great. Okay. Well, let's speaking of people who don't watch Star Wars, I guess, and know things, let's introduce our guest. Yeah, let's do it. So I want to welcome to the podcast. The former VP of Product Strategy at Landmark Health, an MBA MPH from UC Berkeley Haas School of Business, wow. and two majors and one minor, of which I don't know the order, in <laughs> economics, international studies, and global health from Northwestern University, where she experimented with alternative student breaks, an extremely organized amateur <laughs> website designer, <laughs> one of our <laughs> one of our finest wedding toast ghostwriters, she organized and hosted my Bok Bok Bash, a haver of very detailed and thoughtful dreams, and a founding member of alt-pop rock group Surprisingly Fish, it's Rachel Park! So, yeah. that intro <laughs> uncovered a lot of questions from me. Uh, you like fish? Wait, what? Alt rock? You said the alt rock <laughs> band Fish. I was like, no, 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 no. She's a f- the, the the name of the group is surprisingly Fish. Oh, okay. Because when you said alt rock, I thought it was like a cover band of Fish songs called oh, surprisingly oh, oh, oh. Fish. So I thought that would be a good one. Yeah. yeah. I would say oh, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, you, do you are, are you a lucid dreamer? I don't know what that is. Oh, okay. Because you said she has surprisingly vivid dreams also. We no, can no, cut no. This vivid dreams. So I, th- I think lucid dreaming, you have some sort of agency in your dream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know about that. The, the, the reason I put that in the bio is because um, Rachel sometimes has really detailed and great dreams and then she'll text it to the group. <laughs> oh. And it's it's like a nice little... Um, like a story. Like, like a, a short story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and it's great cool. because it like takes people's like different traits oh. and like tendencies and like kind of weaves it together. It's oh, like, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, do, do you sleep well, do you think? <laughs> no, no oh, okay. not anymore. No. My wife just told me that. She said that if you remember your dreams, it probably means that you're not like in REM, I think, right? Or you're not in like deep sleep. Mm. I, I also, she's not a neuroscience person. She's a dentist. So... Well, heavy, the, te- well, the heavy teeth are in the head. That so. is true. <laughs> That's true. 
I dream about teeth sometimes, so that probably helps. Which I think she said something along those lines. I will. That will be our fun fact for the next episode. Okay, okay. great. Yeah, let's all do some research. Yeah, and for sure. Come back we to are it. Yeah. firing from our hips right now. Yeah. So, um, but welcome to the podcast, Rachel. Thank you. I'm really uh, excited to be here. The main reason I came on was actually to get a LinkedIn intro written for me. Oh, so nice. I really have nothing else to say here. There you go. And we, you can just copy paste that. You know, for like five extra dollars and a Patreon subscription, we will record that on your answering machine. Perfect. <laughs> also, are you trying to get the t-shirt too? Because I know some people come on strictly for the merch. Yeah. Yeah. Would you like a t-shirt? Yeah. Okay. Only if it says Jelsey Fish. Oh, I was going to ask that next. <laughs> okay. So I have heard from secondhand sources, i.e. Jason yes. and Dora, that you are helping us craft our fan names because we were spitballing uh, what we think the names would be. And I think the best we could come up was Jackoffs. Yeah. If you take the, the first letter, right? Yeah. Of, so of the Jason, show title. J-A-K-H-F. Just say it really fast. We're like, okay, that kind of makes sense. But we did hear old Jelsey Fish. Yeah. Jason and Kelsey. Fish. 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 <laughs> Which is su- surprisingly, surprisingly fish. fish. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, but other than excellent fan name giving, how are you doing, Rachel? Great. I'm a moderately avid listener of this podcast, Ooh. so I'm very excited to be on. That is going on the book jacket if we ever wrote a book. <laughs> moderately. <laughs> I am moderately. Wait, did you just say ma- moderately average? Is that what you said? Avid. 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 Okay. Moder- Ooh, moderately avid. I'm going to do the thing where they do it with posters where they take the sentence and then like reorganize the words that make it sound like a positive thing. Yeah, uh, I bracket moderately. I'm an avid fan of this podcast. Yeah. So uh, how do you know Jason? Jason is the high school friend of my now husband, oh. Andrew. Andrew Wu? Andrew Wu. Wowza. That guy was top top shelf, if you know what I mean, in high school. Whew. Let's just say the ladies loved them and Andrew. They really did. They really did. They really did. And it, his mom won't let him forget it. No, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are a lot of takers. Yeah. Oh, I mean, there's only, but they're like, Highlander comes up also on this podcast a lot, but just like Highlander, there can only be one. Nobody knows this reference, but okay. No one? Okay. <laughs> Everyone's a little bit younger than me. Okay. Highlander's a car by Toyota. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I have no idea what you're talking about. You're on the show. Okay, anyway, it was, we're getting rattling. But so you met, when is the first time you met Jason? I don't remember exactly, but it was probably 2008. I don't remember the setting mm-hmm. where we were. Okay. And I don't remember many specifics about Jason. Yeah, sounds about right. Sounds but I remember the vibe. Ooh, the yeah. vibe was I love to hear the vibe. First girlfriend from college coming to visit the high school friends. Oh shoot. <laughs> Wait, he what? went mean girl on you? Wait, is oh, that no, yeah. no, 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 no. That's not what that means, right? Is that what that means? No, it means no I just remember being the object pre- of fascination. Pressure testing? Was there a lot of <laughs> Like rapid fire questions, like oh, it, my God. is that what that means? Though is a lot of attention and question. Yeah, mean? just a lot of curiosity. Yeah, a lot of curiosity. Oh, of course, because yeah. like she's the first one that's entering the inner sanctum, if it were exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you need to yeah. assess if she's worthy. I get that. Was that well received, or was that like <laughs> this? This is too much. Like, <laughs> well, what I remember is that yeah, there's a lot of curiosity just because one, I was the girlfriend, but also two, because I was Korean. Ooh, yeah. Which I found very interesting because having grown up in a non-majority Asian state, when it came to California, I was like, oh, there's Asian people in the McDonald's ads everywhere. Like, it's this pan-Asian paradise. (laughs) 
And then I met <laughs> people in Saratoga and it was like a group of very like Chinese, Chinese Taiwanese yeah. people. Yeah. And I was like, oh, very interesting. Let's just say as a non mainland Chinese and non Taiwanese person, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> No, I get. No, I, I definitely get what she's saying though, because it's funny. You would think like the Bay Area is like a a safe haven for all Asians. It's like it's a safe haven if you're the right type of Asian. Oh, I see. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, yeah. but uh, that's awesome. So, despite that first introduction, after a while, I'm sure you you you're here yeah, right so now. This, so, so it was so. It sounds like. <laughs> <clears throat> Go ahead, Jake. Uh, uh, Mansplaining it, alert. No, no, no. It sounds like. Despite the first interactions, you decided to to power through with Andrew. Yeah. Is that what it was? Yeah, yeah. No, I really <laughs> liked the tightness the of vibe, the high school yeah, vibe. Yeah. And yeah, we've gotten to know each other a lot over the years. And Any regrets? No. Oh. No. Okay, great. Awesome. Wow, that feels good. Okay, so Jason, <laughs> what was your impression of Rachel the first time you met her? Okay, so similarly to Rachel, I also don't remember. Um, okay. Yeah, I... I'm sure. I'm sure. I've never seen him this fucking. I mean, how you know somebody? I've never seen him so. Uh, I've never been up with him before. This is amazing. It it definitely was. It's my favorite episode ever. It. I guess I agree with the vibe. Oh, you do. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. And I was probably an instrumental in do establishing feel, the vibe. Do you feel like you were the? soul or integral <laughs> part of the vibe or how do you feel about this i may have ring led the vibe um but yeah andrew is like a very 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 good friend of mine right, and right. uh this was like very exciting because you know prior to rachel he was kind of just like a floozy you know just throwing yeah, his body out there like his right. body a lot <laughs> yeah and this felt very like real and important Aww. and you know obviously my own weirdness like i want I want my to friends, significant others to be vetted to, be, to <laughs> I want, I don't want to like mess things up. Right. And I, I want right. them to like, like, like me and like, like our friends and like, right. and, and, and feel like welcome yeah. um, in, in what, what it is we're doing. And I remember my first impression of Rachel was that she's very sharp. Oh, okay. Yeah. Very sharp, very like observant, intelligent. Mm-hmm. So like I had to be extra like, like not screw things up. Yeah, under exactly. Yeah. Like, I, had to be, I had to be on like my best behavior, I guess. Or like I had to like really bring it. Yeah. Um, and, and, and when did that fall apart? Like when you guys I got held to know it together other. for maybe a few minutes. <laughs> but um, yeah, and and I rem- and this might not have been the first time we met, but like there there were subsequent moments where I was like, okay, I'm gonna go hang out with Andrew and Rachel. I need to just take a moment and think about. Are there any current events that I can wow. talk about? Like, are there any like topics of interest? Like, pre- I remember like, okay, Rachel's really into healthcare, so I can ask her about Obamacare because that was <laughs> happening. And like, I don't know anything about that, but like, that's that's a good idea. Yeah, Have you definitely. Seen like, those insulin prices <laughs> definitely bring <laughs> organically up that stuff, in conversation. You know? <laughs> so like, so yeah, I just I distinctly remember like I would prep for like wow. our hangouts because I was like, you know, Rachel's not just like okay. messing around. Okay. You know, I gotta. I got to be ready for this. Yeah. When do you guys think, because I get the vibe you guys are like, whenever I hear it, like, it's like not Andrew and his wife. It's like Rachel and Andrew. Like, like I feel like there was a shift. When did you guys feel that shift where it was like, oh, you know, she's now part of the core group of the right types of Asians in the Bay Area. (laughs) (laughs) So it's really, it's when she converted. Oh, okay. Um, Yeah. (laughs) 
That's such a good question. I don't... You sound shocked. You sound shocked by the question. No, no, no. It's a very good question. Yeah. And I wish I, I could like... Same question to you, Rachel. I'm, I'm sorry. I don't, pinpoint, yeah, I don't know. I pinpoint a moment, but I think... Did it, was, it just happen? Like, when did you guys... Did you guys ever first realize like, wow, I'm actually like hanging out with Rachel without Andrew or like, oh, I want to go hang out with Rachel and like hope Andrew just like stays the F home. Like, how does this... I think it was probably around the time that um, you were in business school. Oh, because yeah, we were yeah. here because I was living yeah, yeah. here. Because Rachel was living here, she yeah. she moved to Berkeley, and she and Andrew were attending business school at Berkeley, yeah. and I was the just the dirty hot dog vendor on the curb by the oh, campus. Okay, cool. Yeah, <laughs> tail as old as time. <laughs> exactly. That one friend who owns a hot dog truck and just hangs out all over in the middle of a love story. Exactly. Lovely. I'm just I'm that guy. Yeah. So um yeah, I think it was around then. Okay. Yeah, yeah proximity and yeah, and out we would more. like run into each other, oh, okay. and then like Rachel sometimes would come around the truck, and we just like chat and, and oh, okay, yeah. yeah. So forced interaction. Okay, that's what I'm yeah, hearing. Forced interaction, right. and then I I think when I made <laughs> she's them, like concur, I concur. <laughs> yes. I think when I made them a Korean barbecue feast. Oh, you made I, I just blew their minds. You know. Yeah. Through the, the stomach. Yeah. 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 That's a, I mean, it works for me every time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. that's that's very. I've never seen you so flummoxed. Also, this needs to go well, Kelsey. Yes. Really <laughs> oh, right. But so now that we know a little bit more about your relationship, what's the topic that you'd like to discuss with us, Rachel? I'm going to talk to you about reading a lot of books. Ooh. Yeah. What are books? <laughs> what, <laughs> is one? what is reading? Let's just go straight to the meat. Let's go step by step here. So you, you read. I do. Excellent. Rachel reads a lot. Really? Yeah. What is a lot? Okay, I have to start in the beginning. So yes. in kindergarten, like yes, 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 kindergarten, okay. yes, please. In kindergarten, <laughs> okay. my peak achievement was reading a hundred books during Whoa. the kindergarten academic year. Your peak. Whoa! Sorry, I heard Pikachu, but sorry, <laughs> you said. I'm sorry. <laughs> I heard wrong. I'm certain I heard wrong. You 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 have to nap before yeah, we record. Yeah, no, seriously, I really do. You cannot you cannot have me come ice cold from two children. Your peak. Sorry, her, I think I heard her peak achievement. Ah, peak achievement from kindergarten. I and, I sorry, I, <laughs> and I assume it's. And I assume it's so fast. I okay. No, I'm not kidding you. When you said starting at kindergarten, I thought it was like. My Pikachu ruler. Like, you know how you win things if you read enough books? I was like, oh, so she's... Uh-huh. I would have carried that forward had I not uh-huh. clarified yeah, it. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, sorry, she's crying. She's crying. She's crying for different, <laughs> she's crying for our, different reasons. Our, 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 our guest, a <laughs> lot of edits on this one. A lot our, of edits our, on this our, one. <laughs> I... Apologize. <laughs> Okay, so your peak, I totally missed the achievement too. So your peak achievement was 100 books. And this is a peak achievement from kindergarten. I assume it's not your actual life <laughs> peak achievement. Okay. I don't know, 100 books a year in a year? I've not read 100 books since but, then. So okay, just, but, just setting the baseline. But 100 yeah. books in one year. Yes. Yeah, because honestly, people could say like, oh, I could read 100 children's books. Go ahead and read 100 children's books in a year. Go ahead. I dare you to go do it. <laughs> It's you're, wait, you're not going to you because you're not going to do it. Like, even if it's easy, I would not go like I could read a thousand children's books a year. I wouldn't go on and read them. A hundred children's book and you are challenging me to read them. Correct. I will read okay, them. What I'll are you just, talking about? You, you, tell, you think okay, I won't sorry, read very, them? Very quick side thing. If I said go read 200 children's book this year, you would go and read 200 children's books this year. Yeah, you don't it, have it, other things you need to do. I'm sure those are things I need to do, but like, if you're trying to make a big deal out of it, like, I'm gonna rise to the occasion. Okay. <laughs> I w- it, it will take me a good one day. <laughs> <laughs> but that would take the full day. I'm just saying, who has the wherewithal to do so? 
Content's content, 100 man. A hundred yeah. children's books. I have. I know Rachel has read plenty of children's books. I have read plenty of children's books. I would not read more than ten at once before my brain just like. No, but in the in the course of a year, I'm sure you probably could easily read a hundred because you have kids, yeah. right? Yeah. I don't think. I mean, I've read I'm, the same I'm gonna, book. I'm over about and over to start again. pre-reading these children's books. Yeah, so you I gotta can, prepare. So I, can vet. Yeah. I will send yeah. you the the the, uh, the cliff notes for these. It's great because you'll go straight to the point. It's awesome. Cliff notes of children <laughs> yeah, of yeah. kindergarten level books. Good night, Moon. It's good night, yeah. Moon. <laughs> yeah. It's the literally moon like this says book. Good night. And other assorted good night things. That's that's too long of a summary. Yeah, the yeah. summaries are literally always oh. just going to be like respect, yeah, yeah. love, hope. hope. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, we're so far off topic. Okay, so. we are still talking about books. Though. We are yeah. still talking about books. Okay, so your peak achievement in kindergarten was a hundred books a year. What prompted that? Was that like a reading challenge or something from your library? Or are you just like, I think I'm going to read 100 books today? Yeah. I don't know. I think I just liked reading books. And ever since I can remember, I've just read everything that was in front of me, like billboards, shampoo bottles, cereal boxes. Like the so, whole thing. Yeah. Like I'd mm. read through. I read the newspaper mostly cover to cover when I was in middle school and high school. Whoa. So I've been a reader. Yeah. What? Okay. What? See, that's why I had to prepare for that's this. That's nuts. <laughs> What's like? The, I don't read the newspaper. <laughs> Do you have like a? Is like a feeling that you get, or is it more of like a compulsion almost? Like I have to read everything that's in front of me, or like oh, yeah, is it about completing? Is it like a passion yeah. thing, or is it like uh, hey, I, I want to ingest this data? Yeah, I think like a mix of okay, yeah, I just want to read what's in front of me, yeah. and then with books, yeah, just enjoying the stories Got that it. were in them. Uh, if you remember, what was your favorite book of the hundred books? Like when? Like, Do you have a favorite children's book when you were younger? Um, I don't remember the kids' kids' books, but um, when I was younger, I read a lot of kind of darker books. Ooh. So I would read books about, you know, Catch a Korean child during the occupation of Japan. Oh, whoa. Oh, I, I was, um, was going to say, dragons? you mean goosebumps? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. The mask will come off of my face. Because <laughs> I, I never read a Goosebumps book. That's they a were, lie. That's I, a that is lie. not a lie. Too scary. Are too you scary. serious? The, do you see wow. how they write the word Goosebumps on the cover? Yeah. It's like liquidy. It's bumpy too. Actually, if you touch the cover, it's all bumpy yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> Anyway, um, so 100 books, um, kindergarten. So where did it step up? I don't know. Yeah, I think it was just a gradual progression. I mean, in middle school, there were, yeah, these incentive programs where you could read books, take yeah. quizzes, and if you accumulated enough points, then you could go to Olive Garden <gasps> during school and get breadsticks. Whoa. So You toured the taste of Italy? <laughs> oh, I've yet to tour that taste. Mm. Um, wait, so were you, like, receiving praise for how much reading you're doing like was that part of it and was that kind of how you saw yourself uh, in comparison to your peers it was like i'm the reader that's me like i don't remember that identity but uh, i actually remember getting scolded more for reading because i'd also read in the car oh yeah and my parents would be like that's gonna ruin your eyes and give you a headache stop reading yeah wow yeah. oh so your parents are asian as well excellent <laughs> good okay cool just wanted to confirm that okay um, Wait, that's interesting. Did you, were you big into like new content or would you read the same things over and over again? More new, new information. Really? Yeah. I'm the opposite actually. Mm. Cause I, some friends used to tell me that their first interaction with me was I used to read a lot, but I would literally just pick maybe five to 10 books and I would just reread them over and over and over again. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So mm. this was actually how you were identified I, among people. Like, I Kelsey's a reader. 
I used to, yeah, really like reading. I mean, I, I, that's why I was asking the question about like, is it emotional? Is it more like a compulsion? Because for me, it was if I found the topic that I really liked, I would try to read as much about that topic as possible. Uh-huh. So it was like uh, there was a book called Don't Know Much About History. Uh-huh. And it was just like a question answer format of important things that happened in U.S. history. Yeah. I love that. I, I love that book so much that when I bought it, the binding broke. Oh, wow. wow. And then they, like my mom had to like tape it and then stick it together. Wow. Then I read all of his other series. So he had like, don't know much about geography, don't know much about the Civil War. And I just, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was very locked into like the content I liked. But mm. it sounds like you're the better version of me where you actually learn new things constantly. Do you ever go back and reread like books that you enjoy? Or are you just like, oh, that was interesting. And then move on to the next thing. I'll occasionally go back to books I've read, but for the most part, there's so many books that I want yeah, to read next, true. right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. that I keep going on there. How yeah. many books do you think you've read in your lifetime, like give or take? I don't know, but I can share my journey. So in high school, yes. I would also read like books for fun outside of class. But then when I got to college, wow. that stopped just because you just had no so time. much reading. Uh-huh. Oh, you did those. Oh, you would still read for fun. No, I mean, oh, I couldn't I keep up. But oh, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's like a huge like that. We talked about this on one of them. Like, if you could go, if I could go back and do college again, I would totally read way less. Like, I would figure out some other way to doing it, get someone else's notes or whatever. Like, I would not be oh, the instead of doing the reading because like, yeah. you, if you actually did all of the reading that they ask you to do for every class, you would have no time to do anything. Oh, I see, I see. But right? you, but Rachel, you actually read all the readings sometimes, but I did okay. not have time to read outside for pleasure. For pleasure. Yeah, 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 on yeah. top of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, interesting. I, so, I didn't either. So, okay, cool. Nice. So that's <laughs> you didn't have college. time because you didn't really have the wherewithal to read books for pleasure, but okay. I thought all the reading that was assigned was optional. Oh, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, reading all that much, it probably takes up a ton of time. Did you ever feel like you didn't have time to do other things because you're reading so much? Or, I mean, I think because I was choosing to read, uh, I didn't feel like I was giving up other stuff. You're really missing out. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, I think conversely, like when I, in times in my life when I didn't have time to read, yeah, I feel like I lost like that part of myself. Oh, so when I. That is I, so crazy how you frame that. <laughs> so college was like tough because college, you couldn't do it. And then when I started my first job, it was very demanding. And so I didn't yeah. read at all. And so it wasn't until I took a break from work, I was like working for a nonprofit, yeah. had time during the week that I rediscovered reading. And so that's, you know, like around 2013, around 10 years ago is when I was like, okay, I can read a few books a year. And then the next year I was like, okay, I can read 30 books a year. And the following year I said, I I can do 40 books a year. And then the next few years I did 50 books a year pretty consistently. Goodness (laughs) gracious. I told you she likes to read, dude. I'm not even kidding you. I read, I forced myself to read three books last year. And I was like, I am a god. <laughs> and these weren't like dense books. It was like yeah. Kitchen Confidential by Anthony Bourdain. And I was like, I am the greatest reader of all time. That I I read this 200-page book in four months. Yeah, but I think that the fact that you're reading at all is significant. Because I, I don't know what the numbers are, but I imagine the average is between zero and one book like a year. Yeah, you did three. So. Yeah, that's, I mean, but some people <laughs> do 30 or 40. Um, and do you have like a subject or genre that you prefer or do you read everything? Uh, it's a mix of fiction and then in nonfiction, I like science books that are more written for the lay person. Um, okay. So I never did science in college, but I uh, like okay. easy science and the stories behind science. Got it. Interesting. Are you compelled by like story and narrative or is it more of like 
you know, you just like knowing like what's going on in the world. I think story and narrative. And then when you get to the point where you are reading a lot of books, it's cool because you can make connections between different types of books, which is kind of interesting. Like references and things like like little things. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. How do you pick the book to read? Right. Because that's a lot of books. And I feel like you you might have run out of books. <laughs> well, that's what, yeah, one of my friends actually said was, like, yeah, how do you run out of books? But I feel like the more books you read, the more um, types of knowledge it opens up. And uh-huh. so you get interested in more things and want to learn about those and read about them. Um, so I think when I started reading, I actually had a backlog of books that, you know, different people had recommended, mm-hmm. friends or articles uh-huh. or like books I'd heard about. But I never kept track of them in one place. So I think that was actually one thing that helped me start reading, which is just consolidating all those recommendations into uh-huh. one place. So then the next time I whatever went to the library yeah. or checked out a book, I could grab that. But how do you prioritize yeah. that, though? Because I'm sure like sometimes people give me book recommendations, but I'm just like, uh, like, yeah, I mean, some of it is because I'm cheap and don't like to buy books. Excellent. Uh-huh. So I borrow them from the library. And yeah. oftentimes at the library, you only have a certain you know number of books that are available. Usually the newer ones you have to wait. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. that kind of helps narrow it down a little bit. Oh, yeah, yeah. I actually I've been I, I'm trying to get my kids to read more. So I'm trying to do like more consistent trips to the library so at least he gets more exposed yeah yeah that's a big deal and then it kind of forces me then kind of to your point to actually like oh like that book looks interesting i might want to read that i think it makes a big difference like i have a lot of parents that ask me parents are always interested in having their kids read more right and a lot of times they'll ask do you have any tips on how to do that and i i usually don't say this out loud but largely it's like if the parent reads then i think the kid will read yeah Mm. yeah do your parents like are they big readers Actually, growing up, I can't really think of them reading books too often, but mm-hmm. they were, yeah, busy doing other stuff. I mean, we did subscribe to the newspaper when I was younger, so I did see yeah. them reading the newspaper a lot. Yeah. Okay. My my parents subscribed to Time and Newsweek, and I remember reading those mm-hmm. like when I had the time to do yeah. it. And then <laughs> I would learn a lot, actually. And I remember in in like middle school, high school, I felt like I was pretty well-versed on current events. Um, what kind of subscriptions did your parents do? Uh, just the local newspaper, Tampa Tribune. And then mm. I think with free airline miles, we would occasionally get a magazine subscription, nice. like a Newsweek or something like Ooh. that. Yeah. Were, were you the kid who was like, oh, I can't wait till it's Tuesday. It's Newsweek day. No? No. But okay. uh, oh. <laughs> Throwback to another episode. Yeah. I also did debate in high school, Ooh. and so The Economist was very popular then. Nice. What kind uh, of debate did you do? Uh, public forum debate, PFD. I wasn't a serious debater. Oh, I mean, yeah. that, what, public forum sounds pretty legit to me. I've never heard of it, but I'm sure it's legit. Getting into the debate portion of the episode. Yeah, we need to stop doing <laughs> yeah, this. <okay. laughs> I'll ask you later. Um, cool. So, um, for I'm assuming fiction was probably something that you've oh, like. Have you had a genre of fiction that you've really enjoyed, or do you just like? Are you literally just like this sounds cool and I'm gonna read it? I think with fiction, the ones I've enjoyed are multi generational family dramas. Uh, um, I think particularly about families you may not hear a lot about, and so. One of the darker books I read when I was younger was Roll of Thunder, Hear My Cry, which is about a black family in the South. Oh, I see. Um, yeah. yeah. Love Pachinko, which is about a you know, Korean book, Japanese yeah. family oh, okay. trends uh, across a lot of um, generations. It, like, oh, do, do you ever split between like classics versus non-classics? Do you 
sway one way or the other? Or? I think I bias more toward recent books just because that's mm-hmm. what's available at the library or that's what I'm hearing more about. So uh, yeah, yeah, I feel like I do want to intentionally read older books. Yeah. Because I think it's interesting to see how much has changed and how much has stayed <sighs> the same. Kelsey has this respect old things agenda. It's like so annoying. <laughs> I know. No, so it's funny because I... But so for me, I'm not as much like recent stuff. I almost want to not waste time if it makes sense so like if it's a classic book i'm assuming it's universally loved so i'll enjoy it and then in most cases it's pretty held up i mean yeah. right now i'm trying oh god this is book three that i'm trying to read through i'm reading crime and punishment by dostoevsky oh, and it gracious is a slog yeah i am on page 200 and i've been reading that book for like a year yeah, so and why a so why because it's it's like it's actually pretty interesting in some parts, but it's just like I don't even know how to pronounce your name. <laughs> I can't even get like it's like each page takes me at least like twenty minutes to understand. But yeah, it's supposed to be good. Interesting, because so. like I think for me, like I I have a running list as well of books to read that's connected to the library like system. So when I look at it though, a lot of the books that I added like years ago, and like I feel like my interests changed, mm-hmm. and then like. You know, and then some of the books have gotten like older. You know, since since I've like added them to the list, and I'm like, I'm I'm not gonna read that anymore. You know, like so. But you'll actually like go back and respect your list and kind of work your way through it. Uh, I mean, it, I wouldn't say it's like a ordered list, right? I think okay. new recommendations come up all the time, uh, and then I get interested in a certain topic, and I'll I'll dive deep yeah. into that. And so it's much more fluid than take that. Priority. Yeah. Is, is there any recommended list that you've respect over others like the new york times bestseller list versus like other recommendations i think it's friends recommendations are the best yeah Mm -hmm. yeah Uh, yeah yeah. and um goodreads the app is a good source for recommendations as well i'm also just asking because i want to know it's a good source of stuff goodreads um do you actually follow people on goodreads and just friends oh just people you know yeah okay and they're active on it like they'll be like a few yeah that one's yeah okay because sometimes i'll look at goodreads after i i read a book Mm. because i want to see how other people like reacted to it and the posts on there are absurd. <laughs> like, it's just like people will write full on book reports and they'll have like thousands of followers. Like it's a it's a social network basically. Oh. These are like influencers. But the book reports are always so outlandish. Yeah. I mean that's the thing um, yeah. about yeah, book ratings that I feel like doesn't always work, right? Because yeah. it kind of depends on when's a time in your life you read right. that book and right. are you like ready to receive the information? Oh, or yeah. is it the first book on that topic that you read, or is it the tenth? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so yeah. different things, I think, influence whether you like the book or not. That's a huge one. Yeah. Of like, Because that's why I think rereading books is interesting. Because I remember reading uh, like Catcher in the Rye in middle school and being mm-hmm. like, oh, this is kind of like an interesting like narrative. And then I reread it when I was like in high school or college. I was like, whoa. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> yeah, you just, yeah, yeah. things you just didn't understand, like just mm-hmm. like the way that they word play with certain stuff. Yeah. Um. So what are your some of your favorite books? Ah, uh, there's a lot of good ones. And we'll, we'll, maybe we can organize it into like categories. You're, like, so it's not like your favorite book of all time. It's like, what's your favorite like fiction book or fiction books in your top 10? Uh, fiction books that I like. I think I yeah, mentioned like Pachinko, uh-huh. uh, Homegoing is uh-huh. another good one. Um, that's a, yeah, follows uh, seven generations of a family Whoa. from wow. uh, Africa to the US. I'm currently reading free food for millionaires which is written by the same author as pachinko it's good so far i haven't finished it yet okay 
by yeah. this you're not locked into this list because i yeah. know when you get when you ask someone like top 10 like it's going to be different tomorrow a, when i ask, ask you so yeah it's just yeah. A, yeah yeah but just like whatever comes to your mind like first that you yeah remember. i mean i think for yeah fiction um like these big family dramas i enjoy oh, okay. and then i think on the non-fiction side one book that probably has changed my behavior the most in my life is called uh why zebras don't get ulcers by oh. robert sapolsky okay okay this is a what is the topic of that <laughs> Can we just get a quick answer on that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah the quick answer is that um, our stress response system is well designed for acute threats like a lion chasing after a zebra okay. or a lion chasing after us. But with humans, chronic stress turns on and off that stress response system. Oh. And over time, what that does is, you know, lead to different issues in your circulatory system or your digestive system or whatever that leads to diabetes and heart disease and other chronic conditions. So I think what the insight about that one was, it's not being stressed all the time that wears your body down. It's the turning on and off of the response. So you uh, are running late for work and the train is late and you get stressed and then you like calm down Uh, and you get to work uh, and you turn it on and it dials back. It's like my, is it oh, then, I'm in trouble. Do they discuss like <laughs> mindfulness, like solutions to that? Or do they uh, only say like, we are doomed and yeah. this that's light like switch is going to every kill you? Day is yeah, like well, that. that's yeah. what I think led me to be interested in mindfulness and meditation because oh. I realized the connection between being upset about the train being late right. and if it's having all these long-term effects, does it really matter yeah. in the moment if I'm 10 minutes late? Yeah. yeah. I actually just finished the Book of Joy by the Dalai Lama and uh, Archbishop Desmond Tutu. And there was one concept that stuck with me. It was, if something happens and you're not happy with it, if you think about it, is this going to upset you for the next week, the next month, the next year? And like, if it's not going to be any longer than like maybe like a week or a month, I was like, oh, why is this even bothering me? <laughs> So that helped me kind of reframe. But anyway, just a little side little, I read too. Yeah. And there's the connections between books, <laughs> that's right? right? That, but that's crazy because yeah. I, I didn't even like, it's it's funny because I read so rarely that those connections don't get made. But you read, like, how much do you read a day? Uh, Maybe 30 minutes to an hour before I go to bed. Mm-hmm. And how many pages can you get through? I don't know. I don't wow. track it that way. <laughs> okay. Kelsey, real readers. I, no, I really, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sorry, they do it by feel, not by pages. <laughs> and do you do you go um one book at a time? Like you'll always read one book first, or will you go multi books at the same time? Like it just depending on the It depends. I think when I was commuting, I would do different books. So I'd have like a certain book I would read while I was commuting and then a different vibe of book at night before Whoa. I went to bed. Yeah. <laughs> little, little, you know, little, little, uh, you know, uh, WHO uh, reports in the morning, but yeah. a little bit of like multi-generational African-American family at night. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Does, I don't know, is that hard to kind of juggle like multiple books at a yeah. time? No. I mean, because when you think about it, if you're not reading, you're probably scrolling on your phone, reading a lot of different yeah. articles, different yeah. headlines, like feeds yeah, yeah, yeah. during the day. And so I think it's easier, actually, if you replace 10 articles with one or two oh, books that you're reading. And I think that's what I discovered when I did kind of ramp my goals up to read 50 books a year or whatever. Yeah. I also felt like, okay, I'm, there's no way I'm going to have time to do this, but let me just set yeah. this goal to do it. And what I found was a lot more time frees up, right? Like, time before bed instead of watching tv until you go to bed you can yeah. stop like 30 minutes or an hour before and read or while you're standing in line instead of just scrolling through a feed you can 
go through a chapter or half a chapter of a book. You'll mm-hmm. carry a book around with you? No, that was the other thing that I think helped, oh. which was switching to digital books. Oh, I so, see. Yeah, okay. I was very yeah. resistant for a while yeah. to going from paper to digital, but um, yeah. my dad gifted me a Kindle. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, another thing to charge, yeah. whatever. But it, it really does reduce the friction of reading. Oh, and so you smart. can borrow so many yeah. ebooks and it makes it's much a big easier. difference. Yeah. How, like, like setting that target, and I'm sure that it was like a tall task when you did it. Like, how did you go about achieving it like that like setting too tall or too you know high of a bar i can imagine would be like discouraging if you're like oh it's already six months in i've only read two books i'm not going to do it like how did you keep motivating yourself yeah i mean i think well i've also read a lot of books about habit formation and things like that (laughs) (laughs) read about read about how to form the habit That's the first book on this year. No, but I mean, I think um, I think the way you set goals depends on you and how you are, right? Yeah. So I would probably not set such an ambitious goal for me personally for working out or cutting right. out sugar or something that I consider to be extreme. Yeah. But for mm-hmm. me, I think because I wanted to read, yeah. setting yeah. that high goal like yeah. just gave me something to look forward to. Yeah, it's interesting. It reminds me of when um, I remember this, a stupid goal I sent in high school was I'm going to watch all six at the time Star Wars movies <laughs> in one go. And, and you so, did it. Did you succeed? Oh, yeah. It was a slog, but I'm I proud of you. But I did it. And it was I finished like 4 a.m. It was rough. Oh but um, but yeah, it was the same way. And I like I always had this weird relationship with reading where it's like, I know it's good for me. And in some cases, if it's the right book, I'll really enjoy it. But sometimes it just feels like, oh, like, oh my God, can I just get to the good part? Or like, you know, it's just like a challenge. You don't feel that way. Well, you should read less challenging books. I should do that. Yeah, you should, you should read books that grab you and keep yeah. you like interested the whole time, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like, I mean, there's, in, there's so many good books out there. Like, yeah, yeah, there are. There's some book, and maybe this is the whole classic versus non-classic argument. Is that like classic books? I'm like, I feel like I need to read this. Yeah, because but they're good. It's just like you have to expend more energy in some ways because if it's like a book that was translated in Russian to English, you know, like there's probably some things that are lost. But it is very interesting to see, like, hey, oh. This is what life was like back in 19th century Russia. Like that's weird. Like yeah, but there's a lot of ways to no. There's no other to way to take that take that information in and ponder it for a moment. There's no other way. <laughs> okay, that's the only way. ways to read this one book Correct. that's thousands that's, of pages. This is basically <laughs> I will be a Russian expert once I finish *Crime and Punishment*. <laughs> um, the, another question I had too is, and you brought it up, is the fact that there's like the instant gratification of like social media. Do you feel your brain kind of shifting that way, or do you think reading's actually kind of retained? that I'm cool to be in it on the long haul for a, a long story. Does yeah. that question make sense, first of all? I, I think know. so. I mean, okay. I think um, one thing that I started to try to do more recently is to write a little bit more about the books that I'm reading so oh. that I could retain them. Because I think one mm-hmm. problem that happens when you read 50 books a year is that you're incentivized to just like cycle Go through, through to the yeah, next yeah. one. And so I've like now since in- intentionally tried to read fewer books so that I have a little bit more time to reflect on the book in between. And what I found as I was doing that was I had a lot of different assumptions about how things worked before. And I'll give like parenthood and pregnancy as an example. I realized when I was reading books about pregnancy and parenting, how little I knew before and where most of my knowledge came from. And I determined that as a master of public health, what I knew about pregnancy and parenthood came from TV. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. (laughs) Yeah. And so I think um, it's been helpful to trace where your ideas come from. 
because I think when you're again, like scrolling through news feeds, like things are going so fast and you kind of maybe think you're not retaining it, but yeah. all these assumptions mm-hmm. and different ideas yeah, yeah, like yeah. are filtering yeah. into your brain somehow. Man. So, so where are you doing this writing? On my iPad. Just like for yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you ever go yeah. back and reread it or is it just more of like a retention? Reread thing? my writing or your the, notes? Yeah, your notes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sometimes. Yeah. I do that as well because I was also trying to retain it. So like for like why we sleep, I was trying to remember like mm. these tidbits. Yeah. I got to the point where I was basically just writing out the book. <laughs> Like I'm terrible at note taking. I would be like, I'd be like, that's a super interesting fact. I write it down. So I need to work on my note. The highlighter just runs out of ink. I was that guy. I look back at my old like language. My the only thing you're not highlighting is punctuation. No, no, the title. Yeah, the page number. Because like everything seems important for the the writing and the note taking that you're doing. Is that just for like nonfiction books? Probably more for nonfiction. Yeah, for fiction, I might write like quotes or like wording that yeah. i really liked oh okay. yeah i yeah, do that yeah. too interesting yeah. yeah i i yeah this is weird thing where like she's saying it i'm like i'm trying not to sound like uh, yeah like no I, I totally read too but i'm like no, i do that's, like that's totally the impression you're giving this i know entire episode. For sure. i mean that's i i really don't care the impression because honestly i'm a learning tips how to read more but i just want to also make sure i'm not crazy because there are some times where there's quotes like if i am trying to get in a certain mood and that quote elicits a feeling, I'll read that quote and it like it, it calls it back. Ah. So I have, a, I have a running list on my Dropbox of like what I call quotes of comfort. Oh, And wow. so I'll write like, there's like Toni Morrison quotes in there. There's like yeah, Abraham yeah. Lincoln quotes because I'm super into historical fictions mm. or historical nonfiction. For me, it's more like a visceral, like kind of like a passion thing. Mm-hmm. Like if it elicits the right emotion, I'll be like, oh, I like that. Ooh, I want to oh, see that's it. That's so interesting. Yeah, I'll show you. I'll show wow. you. Yeah. No, that is really cool. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. When I read, I just forget everything I read. Nice. Okay. No, yeah. no, me too. That's yeah. why I write stuff down. Yeah. Otherwise, but I'm totally I'll cool with forgetting. Yeah, I think yeah, that's yeah. okay too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I'm enjoying it while I'm reading it. You right, know, right, and then right. it's like, okay, cool. Jason's yeah. just like osmosis. <laughs> uh, one you... book you should read oh, okay. is The Warmth of Other Suns by Isabel Wilkerson. Oh, okay. I'm getting a list. That's on my list. I'm getting yeah. a so good. list yeah, yeah. of things from you okay, after this okay. because this is great. Um, I was going to say, uh, Jason's going to hate this question. Do you have any classic book recommendations that you enjoyed? Classic book recommendations. And you can define classic however you want. Like yeah, I mean, older or... books I've read somewhat recently. Um, one, I think it's from the 1940s or 50s. It's called How to Read a Book. Whoa. The, instru- the, the original. That's, that's the first book <laughs> that's, you should have read. <laughs> that's a good book to start with. Yeah. So I think you would like it because it's got the classic vibe, but okay. it, it kind of breaks down like what is reading, what isn't reading. Ooh, I need to know oh, that. And that's then, why my first question was, what is a book? <laughs> and then, I mean, he suggests a bunch of stuff that I'm not doing, which is like, he like suggests reading a book multiple times. So the first time you skim it. And then you read it again, and then you read it a third time to retain. Oh wow! Okay. Um, so Who's there's like time for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, back yeah, then yeah. there were less books. That's true. Yeah. Right. Well, I think that would have been helpful for college, like teaching you how to read oh, for like, college. Because yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah, I feel like my understanding of reading was you just read cover to cover. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think that probably inhibited my oh, reading in college. Again, when you talk about like reading in college, I'm just like, what? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you just look at the slides a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Jason was dreaming of hot dogs and how to get those hot dogs to someone in a diesel-based. Yeah. I was thinking about the warmth of other buns. <laughs> oh, I'm proud of myself. <laughs> that was that was quite good. Yeah. I actually enjoyed that. Um, man, yeah, yeah. Just the reading. So. Uh, I have a question. Is your significant other a avid reader oh, as well? Oh, interesting question. 
No. <laughs> <laughs> has, it, has it like kind of spilled off on him? Does he feel like guilty? Like, oh, she's reading a book and I'm watching Miss Marvel on Disney Plus. Like, <laughs> No, no. I mean, yeah. I think we just have different interests. But yeah. I did make him read a few books. Yeah. One book that he read was Mindset. Okay. So uh-huh. I'm sure you've heard of like the growth mindset yeah, versus uh-huh. the fixed mindset concept. So that's yeah. the book behind it. So I think for anyone who thinks they're not a reader, I think that's the one book in their life they should read to change their conception of, you know, whether or not I they're read? a reader. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. What was his reaction? Uh, he finished it. And then after that, he read several more books that year, Ooh. which was very different from previous years. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And it wasn't b- based on your influence. It no, was just he kind of just went, it, yeah. went for it. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Do you have a library like your own library? That you like, oh, this is a great book, so I want to have a, a copy for myself. Not really. I have a lot of books from when I was younger and yeah. things like that. Okay. And I recently discovered library book sales where they oh, sell old books yeah. for 25 cents or a yeah, dollar. Yeah, yeah. Crime and Punishment was like 50 cents when I went to buy Oh, yeah? <laughs> that one's That's why I bought always it. there at the <laughs> book sale. <laughs> there were... People were like, get this there, out of here. There were 12 copies. <laughs> Mint condition. And yeah. <laughs> Yeah. When I left, there were 11 copies left. <laughs> Do you ever um, stop reading a book? You yeah. So like now a, yeah. that I'm not doing the 50 books a year thing yeah. where I feel like I kind of oh. had this internal pressure to finish yeah, the book. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now I'm much more lax about, okay, this is not a great book. I'm just going to stop or I'll just skim to the parts that I'm kind of interested in and then... Oh, you know. kind of get it get it done is yeah. that mostly yeah, yeah. fiction driven though because i'm sure you can't like skim through like a non-fiction book no i'd say the reverse is much easier really yeah because non-fiction oh, okay. non- they're very yeah. structured right yeah. it's okay, like yeah. intro and conclusion kind of repeat each other yeah. and then they have hey. different topics i also feel like sometimes non-fiction books like they're trying to get to 250 pages yes right so, absolutely so yeah. you can get the gist much faster yeah whereas fiction like you know there's a reason why it's yeah. taking the time it's taking there's like narrative yeah. and stuff yeah yeah exactly man like you have like every gamut of just like i will digest data and i will read a good story i guess those are really the two big ones <laughs> yeah because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like i feel like when people tend to sway one or the other like my dad's much more academic loves to read it like uh emperor of maladies i think mm-hmm, that's like, a great one love when re- like reading that but then there's people who like more like kelly my wife and she likes a lot of fiction but if i give her like a book like oh you should read this about sleep she's like i don't what do i like i don't mm. really care about that so you kind of bridge both yeah yeah and the best ones are ones that can combine them right like write about yeah something that's mm-hmm true yeah. but do it in a really compelling narrative way yeah, like game of yeah. thrones like that's a crazy history that we just completely <laughs> overlooked we completely forget that yeah we, yeah we will never forget now yeah exactly because it ended so terribly um <laughs> yeah i was gonna say do you ever read like in touch magazine or you know like other trash oh no yeah because like do we because like, we're talking about very like dense books but do you ever are just like you know what i just want to read about what the kardashians are doing this week or you know i feel like tv is one way nah, to get yeah. that and articles yeah. you get snippets of things yeah. um i mean i feel like a lot of easy books that i read are like businessy nonfiction type books right? those are that easy have, like, books for you <laughs> no but they have a formula right like yeah. oh we're gonna do a cute anecdote you haven't heard before and then i'm gonna yeah, connect yeah. it to my topic and then i'm gonna prove my point are like, you scott galloway from the guy who wrote the four <laughs> yeah ones like that uh, that's a hundred percent like the reason i read that that's 100 percent what got me i was like oh my god this is so interesting about apple yeah. and then i go oh it ties to his concept <laughs> i love it yeah and so there's like a 
ease about knowing that formula, right? Yeah. Well, okay. One last question. Do you think your reading tastes have changed over time? Like, are you finding yourself reading more of certain topics versus other? Yeah. In the last couple of years, yeah, I, I more group different topics together as opposed to before where I would just read, you know, whatever was available at the library or mm-hmm. some book I'd heard about, I'd mix it up a lot more. But now I feel like I go through phases of reading about parenthood and children's brains or reading about quantum physics or reading about human history. And that's been a little bit of a different experience. Those are, those are easy subjects. It's fine. Right? Yeah, that's I mean, probably like light, light yeah, reading. Yeah. You know. I'm in a phase where I'm just reading about Asian people and yeah, <laughs> that's the phase I'll be in for the rest of my life. I think. Nice. <laughs> what are you reading about Asian people? Just fiction written by Asian authors about like Asian people is basically the only thing I read. And when there are no books available, I might read like something else on the list. Nice. But it's just me waiting for another, he's for the book to come. He's waiting for the seagull of everything available. everywhere all at once too. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sure. Still haven't watched it yet. <laughs> you, yeah. Why are you bringing it up? <laughs> we can't even talk about it. <laughs> awesome. Man. We're going to bring you back like again, like once a quarter. Cause I want to like, actually I want to get like a running list of like all the books you've read and then getting in your time. You should friend me on Goodreads. Ooh, I need to download. So Goodreads. that's where you log everything. Yeah. You read. And then do you write reviews on there or no? No, because I, yeah, like I said before, I feel like writing reviews is hard because it's about when you read the book yeah, yeah, yeah. and what do you think about it yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. less about, I don't know. Yeah. But I mean, you're doing all this writing. So there's the content exists. Yeah, but it's more about the groups of books versus like one single book that fits neatly into a single yeah. book review. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it sounds like a blog. It sounds like something. Yeah. He wants to monetize your content. <laughs> just, I think sounds like a Jason blog. Jason wants to create a... I don't know. And then maybe after you, you know, put out enough like blog posts, it becomes a book. Oh, well, so that was actually my last... Uh, was, a book of books? I lied. I lied about that last question being my last question. This is my last question. Do you ever feel compelled to write a book? given all the reading? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, I like to write about what I've been reading recently, but I don't feel like I have a topic that I'd want to write about. What about at this you're point. doing so much writing? I know. <laughs> Wait, so you're doing all this writing and you're not getting graded and you're not getting paid. Yeah, it's so fun. We're in the era of content creation. The yeah. fact Are you guys trying to monetize? We're trying to monetize. We're going to build, this is called the Jelsea Fish Network. <laughs> Uh-huh. Jelsey Fish Media. Yeah, yeah, Jelsey, I, like yeah, yeah. I like that. I like that. Dude, we could bring it on like once a quarter and we would be like good reads by the Rachel who read a billion books this year. But I think that's a, a nice way to end it. We want to bring you back, which is always a good way to end things. Um, or I'm sorry to, to cut it short. Jason, did you have anything else you want to ask her? No, no, no. No other questions. This was great. Do you have questions for us, actually? Do you want to know how many books I read last year? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any book recommendations? The, of the three books that I read? <laughs> You've read more books than in your life. Oh, God. Go- uh, okay. Actually, I do feel like a historical nonfiction. Team of Rivals. Oh. By yeah, Doris Goodwin Kearns. It's basically about how Lincoln became president and how it got us, got us through the Civil War, but it also is like a biography of his life. To this day, it's still like, I'm like, I cannot believe I just read like 500 pages of this and it was easy. Yeah. It was great. You? Cool. Yeah. I'm actually pulling it up right now. Great. So I always recommend like Ted Chang to people. Oh, oh yeah, that's I right. like yeah. Ted Chang a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I like The Remains of the Day Ooh. by Ishiguro. Mm-hmm. And then lately I've just been reading a lot of Murakami. And are, like, these, yeah. uh, are these Asian Americans or Asians? 
Asian Asians, yeah. Oh, okay. Asian Americans, like, I guess I read The Sympathizer. I thought that was pretty good. Mm. Um, anyways, yeah. That's fair enough. Um, this was excellent. Thank you so much for telling us about your history with reading and making us feel um, inferior. Yeah. So this whole time I thought she was going to talk about how much she hated reading. So news for me. Yeah, really flipped it around. Yeah. Um, yeah. So as with every great lesson, it's now time for your pop quiz. Okay. All right. Sure. So first pop quiz game is called Top 5. So we're going to ask you to tell us. <laughs> oh, that's like four different cuts right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Just, In that one sentence. We will start clean. <laughs> no, no, no. It's okay. Our just first game is top five. I was talking while you did that, but yeah, let's do it again. <laughs> Take three. Hold on. Our first game is top five. So if you could, please give us your top five tips for reading and I'm going to change it slightly for reading more. I mean, I think some of the things are ones we've touched on already. Mm-hmm. So first would be read the book Mindset. Read the book Mindset. Wow, that's like, <laughs> <laughs> this is the Very alpha book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the book to which all the books <laughs> sprung forth. <laughs> okay, Mindset, got it. Yeah, so that everyone can become a reader. It doesn't matter how much you read. Uh-huh. Just give it a shot. Yeah, cool. So that's number one. Yeah. Uh, number two would be reduce the cost of reading by not buying books, but mm-hmm. go to the library. Oh. You get free ebooks, mm. you get free books, and you can go to library book sales and get books for less than a dollar. Mm. Yeah, so cost. Uh, third would be another type of cost is the cost of carrying around the book. So if you can make it digital on your oh. phone or on your on an ebook, it yeah. does help a mm-hmm. lot. Fourth would be to know yourself and set goals that will motivate you. So if you're, yeah, if you haven't read in a long time and you think it'll be hard to read more than one book, set a one book goal and mm-hmm. just get yourself over that hump. If you feel like you want to get back to reading and feel like you can do more, then set more ambitious goals. And then last would be to track your books. So track the books you've read and track the recommendations you're getting in one place. Oh, do you think that yeah. actually helps? Oh, I, I didn't even think about tracking. Well, that way, whenever you're like in the mood to read a book, like you don't have to be like, well, I don't even know what I want to yeah. read. And mm-hmm. I spend a lot of time like Analysis researching. Paralysis. Now it's just like, well, that's the next one on the list or yeah, what's available right now. Got it. And then for me, like tracking the books is nice because it makes me feel like I accomplished something. Nice. <laughs> Notice how like when we frame it, it's like, we achieved a goal. You're like, reading is the goal. Yeah. So that's weird. <laughs> We're like, yeah. How many books do we read? Uh, how many pages do you read hey. a minute? <laughs> hey, hey, bro, I just won reading. What did you do earlier? Yeah, I mean, I guess the sixth top five would be, yeah, to find topics that you're interested in that would genuinely be yeah. great to read and that doesn't feel like homework did you just give us a bonus tip wow of wow. course oh, man she's her two goal, majors and a minor man her goal was <laughs> i'm really gonna read 30 books this year and i'm gonna give six top fives for the top five <laughs> so up next we have either or so we'll give you two items and then you just pick one all right south bay or east bay east bay oh. whoa where in the east bay specifically Berkeley, Oakland. Is that East Bay? Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I, when I think East Bay, I think like Fremont, Milpitas. Like, cause yeah, that's, that, a that's, big that's the southern, swamp. that's the southern side of East Bay. Yeah. Wow. The, the bay is quite, um, 
tall. But the, <laughs> but the East Bay is very... I didn't know it covered all that area. That's like, all the same county. Wow. Okay, I didn't mm-hmm. know that. Yeah. Learned something. Um, beans or lentils? Aren't they the same category? So I looked this up. Nice. They are both legumes, but they are of different genera. Oh. Yeah. Why do you do this? <laughs> Why is this a question? No, because beans. <laughs> because Rachel eats, uh, cooks a lot of beans. You eat a lot of beans. Yeah, and this stemmed from. So I used to work for a home-based medical company uh-huh. that serves geriatric complex patients, and okay. we had dietitians on staff. And one dietitian we called the Bean Lady because she was so passionate about beans uh-huh. and its role in controlling your blood sugar, replacing proteins in your diet, etc. So. Since then, I've tried to eat more beans in my diet. I have actually yeah. got and legumes. I, excuse me. <laughs> I, I've All been types, trying to eat yeah. more beans actually recently. No, no that's interesting tie because I also need to keep my health alive. <laughs> <laughs> You need some more sleep, not no, more it's, beans. It's all good. You guys both look like giant lima beans to me right now, but it's all good. All right. Uh, PowerPoint or Excel? Ooh. Can I answer? Can we say it on three? I want to guess. Well, it, okay, okay, sure. One, two, three. Excel. PowerPoint. Wow. Not even close. Wrong. I was so wrong. Yeah. Because PowerPoint is more visual. I've spent a lot of time in both, but I think in terms of communicating a story, PowerPoint is the way to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Makes sense. Yeah. Not what I was thinking at all, but... Um, paperback or hardcover? I have to go with ebooks. That's not an option. <laughs> oh, she just, she just took your question and threw it back in your face. Wow. <laughs> Okay, so a refusal to answer the question. I okay. see. Yeah, we'll so see. Right. insolence then. Yeah, insubordination. Okay. Uh, <laughs> next one, ebook or audiobook? Ebook. Ebook. Okay. Yeah, I think yeah. I read faster than I can listen. Okay. Whoa. Have you tried audiobooks? Like, is that a part of the regimen? Yeah, or? it just takes so many hours to get through a book. Yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. I don't think video and audio is my medium yeah. which i'm realizing i'm saying to a bunch of podcasters <laughs> got it okay yeah so you read faster than you listen yeah okay and again like how many pages per minute would you say you read approximately how many words of comprehension do you comprehend at once i'll let you analyze my kindle okay. data i'll port that over to you in the cloud Excellent. thank you and that is going to come <laughs> in a google sheet yeah, well that's exactly. going to come in microsoft excel sponsored by microsoft excel yeah <laughs> all right um books under 300 pages or books over 600 pages because I read so many ebooks, it's I don't know how many pages yeah. I'm reading. <laughs> right? Yeah. Reading ebook makes you feel real good because I'm like, I just read a book that's over a thousand pages. <laughs> <laughs> what is the longest book you've ever read? Do you know? I don't know. Like it wasn't of note. Like it wasn't like, oh, I read. Yeah. I mean, I think about. in college I read Anna Karenina. Yeah. 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 I read the fourth Harry Potter. Yeah. Of, that yeah. one's pretty long too. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> what was the font on that? 34? <laughs> Um, I'll say over 600 pages. 600 pages. Damn, okay. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um, what does it say about me that I will look at the page count before I get the book? It says, wow. it says you will not win at reading. <laughs> you are only playing on a level that you will never understand. <laughs> yeah. Are you also reading the ending or you're literally just looking at the page number? 
Oh no no no! Like before I borrow the book, mm-hmm. it will guide his decision. It'll it'll, get, it'll be a factor that I think about is like the total amount of pages of the book. Yeah. And you want longer or shorter books? Generally, I'm happy if it's like under three three fifty. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Anything longer than that, that I'll really have to consider it because got it. I don't know. I just feel like there's so many books that are worth yeah. reading. So mm. it's like why I really bog myself down to something yeah. that's it's, very long. It's I also guess. intimidating. I would say. Yeah, it's like, like the it's opposite a- of your romantic approach (laughs) shoot (laughs) pow pow so yeah i mean i guess you could say oh god i've gotten my fair share of you know commitment in other ways so when it comes to books what are you saying (laughs) breezy lemon squeeze what is happening are you getting enough sleep i know why i sound this way I think that made sense. What? It's okay. Yeah. 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 Let's do a collective sure. pause for a moment. Yeah. And that's where we'll cut. It. <laughs> <laughs> this one's gonna take you a long time. This is coming out to like their kid is four. Like honestly. Yeah. 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 Um. Okay. Cool. Moving on here. Uh, airport novels or beach reads. I don't really know what those mean. I don't either, but it sounded good, right? I, okay, I, I, okay. I think my interpretation of this is airport novels are the the books that you have like at the airport where they just have, like have up front, which Thank you. you know you grab you grab and go, <laughs> you like grab and go real quick. You read on the yeah. plane and then you get off, and then the beach reads is like I don't even know what the hell that one is, but no, so okay, so <laughs> airport. <laughs> <laughs> From that one, I say emotion means your ass is getting cut and cut. So you just go like, I am. A, no, it's like a maestro. You know when they stop with the with the little thing? They're just like, I'm doing finger edits while we record. Now this is how we're doing it. This God. is splice. This All is right. new. This is new, by the way. Okay, I think an airport novel is. Based on the covers I've seen, it's like you'll see more like romance, more like murder mystery type of thing. And then maybe a beach read is more like a light and breezy, fun kind of book. But let's just skip this one. <laughs> That's... <laughs> okay, okay. Should we do it together? Rachel Rachel has no interest. One, two... Okay. Okay. Let's go ahead and cut that one. I think we're we're going with that. We're gonna we'll go ahead. Okay. I think we're going with that. Wait, I'm keeping all of that. that was, I changed my mind. I'm keeping all of it. All right. <laughs> what? Next, shopping at H Mart or crying in H Mart. I haven't read crying in H Mart, but oh, okay. so shopping at H Mart. Okay. She cried in H Mart. Oh no, this is not. A, it's a book. It is a There's book. a book called yeah. Crying H Mart. Yeah. I just bought it for my brother. So maybe when he's done, oh, I can man. read it. Oh, Do you cool. give books for like all your gifts? No, this was the first time I'd done it in a while, oh, okay. actually. Yeah. Yeah. I I had a couple friends like mail me books and that was really sweet. I, I, I've never received that before hmm. and it, I really do appreciate it. And sometimes it, it, it was like a book that they just owned hmm. and they just like sent oh, it to me cool. to read, you know? Yeah. And yeah. I was like, this is really thoughtful and yeah. cool. Yeah. I actually like it when people send me books. I mean, hopefully it's not like an offensive book of some sort where they're like, oh, you'd like this book, wouldn't you? You garbage human being. <laughs> but people used to send me like, they would send me like uh, books that they thought I would like. And I would, and I, the bummer is that I wouldn't get around to reading them like immediately. But then I would read it like a couple years later. I'd be like, hey, great book. Yeah. <laughs> 10 years later. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, yeah. 
All right. Um, neighborhood disaster training or neighborhood disaster watching? Neighborhood disaster training. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I need context on this one. <laughs> no, it's just Rachel's like the kind of person who will, att- who will attend a neighborhood disaster training. Do you have your uh, your kit and everything, like your, your two gallons of water, your flashlight and beans? Yeah, that was a goal of mine a few years ago that yeah. I finally got around to. But most recently, what Jason's talking about is... There is a neighborhood group in our area nice. that practices and trains for emergencies. And the idea Whoa. being that uh, neighborhoods and neighbors that know each other are safer neighborhoods in the event of a disaster. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this is actually more of a recent thing that I've picked up in part because of books that I've read um, about, uh, yeah, just the importance of community and connection. And I feel like those books are coming at a good time in my life. Um, one book that I liked recently is called The New Better Off. And the premise is that a lot of Americans feel like they're not going to be quote unquote better off than their parents. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and because of various declines in society, et cetera. Yeah. But the author argues that we should redefine what better off means. So it may not be a bigger home or more cars or whatever, but mm-hmm. it could mean, you know, deeper community connection and investing in mutual aid and things like that. And I think there's a lot of books now that are taking this idea of community and ecosystem and collaboration Mm -hmm. as opposed to previous ideas about being independent and being on your own that uh, I've been enjoying reading about. Yeah. Okay. There's an interesting fact that makes me smile. It's that in like the 1970s, the percentage of fathers who didn't know how to change a diaper was like 43%. And I think 30 or 40 years later, they did ask the same question. It's down to 3%. Oh, it's a connection that like, and I get that sense too that there are a lot more involved fathers in mm-hmm. child raising. Yeah, Jason, yeah, yeah. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. Okay, got it. Yeah, yeah. Kind yeah. of like that's another way to, to frame it, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So what you're telling me is three percent is more, even more exclusive <laughs> yeah. of a club. Yeah. <laughs> Jason's gonna wear a t-shirt that says the three percent club. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, an MBA or MPH? Ooh, tough one. I'm nervous. I think I got to go with MPH. I knew it. Yeah. 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 Makes sense. Did you, yeah. th- did you think you learned more in your MPH program than you did in your MBA program? Uh, I'd say it's about a mix, but I think with the MPH program, you know, there's just more of a core group of people that are interested in healthcare and health equity yeah. and thinking about broadening access to healthcare versus going to work in sales at a pharmaceutical company. Right, right. So common interests. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. There's some good ver- good birds in here. You're totally channeling door right now. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. Crash landing on you or hometown cha-cha-cha? Hometown cha-cha-cha. Okay, cool. I just wanted it recorded so that... Why? <laughs> Can I, I want to record my stern opposition to yeah. that position. Crash landing on you. Flawless. I'm Team City. Got it. Okay. Mochi muffins or mochi infused muffin shaped cakes? <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go with the classic mochi muffin. The oh. original mochi oh, muffin. Wow. Oh, okay. Trademarked. Registered. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Have you yeah. tried the Trader Joe's one? It's at Trader Joe's now. <laughs> oh, Holy yeah. yeah what do they call it? It's called like a mochi. I think it's called a mochi cake. I'll bring, next time we have a thing, like next potluck or something, I'll bring it. It's, okay. it's yeah. quite good. Yeah. Yeah. Is it under the Trader Joe's like I name? I think so, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah. Trader Ming's. Yeah. It's yeah. not, it's, it's yeah, not yeah. like Trader uh, Seiko's. <laughs> <laughs> 
a watch. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that is a watch friend. <laughs> um, all right. And last but not least, Jason or Kelsey. Okay. As a moderately avid listener of this podcast, Ooh. I was prepared <gasps> for this question. Uh-huh. Oh, this is scary. And it's situational. Uh-oh. Okay. <laughs> She's already looking at me. She's already explaining her reasoning. I already know the answer. Oh, God. For trivia nights, I got to go with Kelsey. (gasps) Trivia nights, yeah. For going to a party and preparing to know the people I'm mingling with, it's got to be Jason. You are a listener. Whoa. And you both proved it in this episode, too. You talked about reading trivia books over and over again as a child. Yes. And you... Talking about preparing for every conversation you've had with yes. me since 2008. <laughs> nice. Wow. We you, we are predictable. May I say we're tropes? I have, are, been, <laughs> I, I have been thrice flummoxed during this <laughs> podcast episode. Yeah. That's amazing. That was a great answer. Um, <laughs> next game is called Fact or Fiction Reading Edition. So how this game works is I will read a statement. And you have to tell me whether that statement is a fact or a fiction. Uh, you'll be playing head-to-head against Jason. And to avoid any cheating, uh, answer your question at the same time. I will count to three. We should One, two, do three. this game. Okay. Uh, it should be nonfiction fiction. <laughs> sure. Okay, sure. Uh, Wait, non- are we actually going to do that? Let's not do that. It's too It's going to be super confusing, man. Like... <laughs> Yeah, let's make it as hard as possible. Um, so I have a few facts about reading. And so you guys have to tell me whether it is a fact or a fiction. And I will start with the first question. Art Garfunkel of Simon and Garfunkel fame has read 535 books in 45 years since 2014. What? Fact or fiction? I can read it again. Or are you guys ready to answer? We can answer. Okay. Yeah. On three. One, two, three. Fact. Fiction. Jason says fact. Rachel says fiction. The answer is fiction. Oh, okay. Art Garfunkel <laughs> has read almost 1,200 books in 45 years and tracks every book he's read on his website. So this was as of 2014. Oh, okay. He's He is actually a very well-known bibliophile. And he on his website, he records every book that he's ever read. Oh, wow. So much like Rachel, I think he, I want to say he reads probably like 50 to 100 books a year or something. Mm -hmm. And if you go on the website, it's like great. He just has like a long list and he organizes it by decade. Hmm. How many books is that per year? Don't make me do that. I'm surprised you didn't (laughs) do it yourself, but okay. Because right now (laughs) you guys still look like lima beans right now. (laughs) Um, Next statement. Children who have libraries, uh, Children who have home libraries with at least 20 books of their own have been found to achieve up to three more years of schooling versus those children who do not. Answer on three. One, two, three. Fact. Fact. It's fact. Nice. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Next statement. A regular person can read 200 to 300 words per minute. One, two, three. Fiction. It is fact. 
I'm I'm getting destroyed. Ooh, I don't I'm think destroyed I've ever yeah. seen you get. Th- yeah, I'm usually is... very good at this game. I mean, sh- <laughs> this game where I randomly guess and barely listen to what Kelsey says. She's read. She's read all of the all the websites that I had. All these wrong. <laughs> um, next statement: Napoleon could read one thousand words per minute. One, two, three. Fact. Fiction. The answer would be fact if that were true but it's not it's fiction he could read up to <laughs> two thousand words per minute which oh, is wow. nuts wow yeah. yeah it's crazy i don't i don't even know how you how do you know that, that though? yeah that's true i guess that sounds like, like something a short person would say yeah <laughs> interesting trivia fact napoleon was not that short oh okay they just the napoleon <laughs> complex was a uh was something the british would say in order oh, to reduce, he to, was actually at at, yeah, he was actually pretty average. He was like five foot seven or something like that, which is an average, which is average height for a French person at the time. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Oh, uh, this is the last statement. This is a trouncing so far. It doesn't matter. Okay. So <laughs> it matters. Jason's pride is incredibly hurt. Um. Last statement: the average time of reading for Americans aged fifteen to forty-four is fourteen minutes a day. All right, fact or fiction on three. One, two, three. Fiction. It is fiction. Okay, great. Uh, (laughs) The average time of reading for an American age 15 to 44 is 10 minutes. Uh, It's even lower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is shocking. 14 minutes seemed pretty low, and I thought to myself- Yeah, because it includes high schoolers. Yeah, 15 to 44, that's true, yeah. Yeah. High schoolers probably read the least, though. They're too busy (laughs) playing on their face things and their exports. Because that doesn't count like reading like text messages or- (laughs) Like uh, TikToks, TikToks. Yeah. <laughs> reading the TikToks. Well, there's sometimes there's words on I, TikToks. I actually <laughs> great. Wow. Uh, it was a it was five questions. It was a five to one drubbing. I don't think you got all the right. Did you she get all, got all right? of them right? You got every single one of them. Okay. Right. Well, with some creative editing, maybe I can fix this. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, great work, I guess. Uh, <laughs> next is uh, recommendations. So, give you some categories and some recommendations. Um, the first category is book. I guess for you two specifically, I would do Warmth of Other Suns because it has oh. the fiction like storytelling and it uh-huh. has the historical aspect cool. of it as well. Wow. Okay. That's a good one. So, that's, I think, book number one for the Chelsea Fish Book Club. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, next category is music. I don't listen to much music these days except for Rafi. Which my two-year-old Ooh. daughter is really into. Uh, which song? Yeah. And Baby Beluga. Live version. Look it oh. up. Thank me later. Yeah. yeah. Have heard that one. Yeah. The one where he talks about like the oceans at the end. I'm like, like freaking first time I cried. It's amazing. Is this my future? We yes. are, we are yes. child caring on a level you will never understand. Yeah. You will never understand. <laughs> okay, cool. You will in a year. That's true. You, so. Sorry. You will never understand for, for the next five months or so. Got it. All right. Uh, movie movie my favorite movie which andrew once gifted me <gasps> in college Ooh. was remember the titans wow huge denzel fan you are yeah strong side like yeah like left side oh, wait you're supposed to say left side okay <laughs> <laughs> i don't like that <laughs> you don't like that you don't like movie references i actually don't remember remember the titans that well so it you it tells you what to do. <laughs> I know, but you I, have to remember. I know, that. but I hate 
being told I what to do. I've forgotten the Titans. I hate. I will forget the Titans because they told me to remember them, and I'd be like, "Don't tell me what to do." do. Tell me what to do. Uh, are you like a like which Denzel do you like? Because he had like multiple like career arcs and stuff. Remember the Titans, Denzel. Okay, so t- wow. like two thousands Denzel. Yeah. yeah. So had you seen the movie before Andrew gifted to? Yeah, gifted- yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And he knew that you liked yeah. it. Wow. Okay. Do you rewatch it? No, because we no longer have a DVD player. Oh, I see. I see. And you cannot access that movie anymore <laughs> anywhere else. There's, it's it's not available <laughs> anywhere, actually. Okay, remember the Titans? Oh. Yeah, remember when they took him to... Uh, <laughs> we, we, just, we just keep talking about it. Hey, remember that time? Remember that time? They went to Gettysburg, and they're like, this is where young boys like laid their bodies down. <laughs> and because of that, football. <laughs> okay, cool. Um... Great recommendation. Next is TV. TV. I have to go with Hometown Cha Cha Cha. I mean, it's yeah. not a bad Korean drama. It's I'm just looking forward to it. Yeah. Given, yeah. Yeah. It was it it started off. I really enjoyed like the first couple episodes immensely. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. thematically the emphasis on community, yeah, building true. your hometown, I think that it's highly relevant right now. I get that. Yeah, you're so like it's empathetic timely. as a person. Why are you saying it with that <laughs> tone? <laughs> so I was gonna ask a question. What's up with that? <laughs> um, okay, don't answer that. Next is um, <laughs> YouTube video. YouTube video, the one of the twin pandas, and there's a zookeeper in China that's trying to feed the pandas and clean up their cage, but they keep running up and pawing and she can't keep up with them. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, that's yeah, yeah. a classic. Oh, okay, yeah. Speaking that. of classics, you were asking nice. for classic the recommendations. Modern, the modern it, classic. YouTube yeah. is now, <laughs> the there's modern. now classic YouTube material. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. And last recommendation category is life hack. Life hack. <laughs> um, freeze ginger because it makes it easier to grate. Oh, Whoa. that's a good one. Yeah, that was a, pan- a pandemic one. cooking thing that yeah, yeah. I did. And did you do a lot of cooking? Yeah. Did you yeah. read a lot of cookbooks? I do read a lot of cookbooks. Do you really? Yeah. yeah. Your favorites? Uh, Salt, Fat, Acid, Heat by Samin Nazarat. And yeah. then um, there's a book called Six Seasons mm. that has a lot of different ways to cook with vegetables. Mm. So I feel like that's something I had wanted to do more of and vary my vegetable mm. diet. So that was a good one. Very cool. Um, next game is called Won't You Haiku and we're going to write a haiku together about uh, reading and you'll take the first line Kelsey second line and I'll take the third line okay reading is very educationally nice dang it <laughs> As long as it's short. <laughs> is this Rachel's haiku or is this your haiku? I'm just it's a collective haiku. Oh, I just like, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I apologize. I forgot about it. We did it, it together. Oh, collective. <laughs> Community is important because you're going to live longer. Um, yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah. So great work with, with all yeah. the games. I know it was kind of a lot. I was fascinated because the tips you recommended and just actually thinking through all the free time you could have to read i realize i could be reading way more than i am now so mm-hmm. um and i also realize you're also a very interesting person i think this is the longest conversation i've gotten the pleasure of having with you so it's been very enjoyable for me thank you nice um 
This was okay. Cool. Uh, <laughs> we're doing good cop, bad cop now. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's just like, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. We do this all the time. Um, no, I I don't know. I feel like a lot of this was just like a reaffirmation of just like how thoughtful and like intelligent Rachel is. What's with the um, air quotes? I don't know what I'm not this doing is. Air quotes. You saw that, right? No, no, no. My, you hands, totally my hands are out. <laughs> oh, you're so nice. My hands are I out. I like you as a friend. <laughs> all, all fingers were equally I like extended. I don't know. You're in this. All fingers are equally extended. More tired. (laughs) These two are like we're sleepy. (laughs) Um, It's that has nothing to do with Rachel. It has more to do with like my inability to express my um, innermost like emotions and feelings. Yeah, that's true. In a a straightforward (laughs) way. All right. So don't please don't take that personally. Um, Yeah, and I think I already had an idea about how much you read and how important like reading was to you, but it was really nice to hear like your background i guess with reading from a very young age and like growing up with this like habit and like this interest and yeah like actually the recommendations and kind of ways of thinking about it i think were very helpful yeah i think reading is something that i do think about beyond just like for myself but on a like professional level i guess so it was nice to like hear your your thoughts on it um, as a professional reader. Well, actually, one thing I did act, as Jason was talking about the things that he enjoyed about the conversation. One other thing that I just thought of was how it's not a thing with you. Like you're just like, yeah, I just read. Like it's just part of like you know what you enjoy to do, and it's not like some feed and you know we're joking about it. But like for me, sometimes I'm like, oh, I read a book. Like I feel so accomplished, and you're just like. The love that you have for reading just for liking to read is a very admirable trait that I think both Jason and I are like just in shock and in awe of or just like we're like, well, how many pages have you read? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I think it's like I hope I hope you're able to keep that passion going. But it's just like it's cool to see someone who loves reading for the purity of reading. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then Rachel, like, did you... Have any thoughts, final thoughts, you, anything that you learned from this conversation? What did or? you learn from us? Well, I guess I learned that I might have an audience. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. Hey. Oh. Don't, hey. Are, you sipping, are you sipping the tea that Jason is pouring you? Because sometimes that's laced with arsenic. You know? Maybe I am a god. <laughs> yeah. 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 Any, any other thoughts or anything else? No, this was, uh, yeah, fun to talk to you guys and... <laughs> I laughed a lot in this oh, conversation. Okay, it good, was good, good. Sometimes hard to hold it together. So oh, it's oh, a lot of fun. That's very nice. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you again, Rachel, for taking the time to be here with us. And more importantly, thank you for being a friend all these years and I guess accepting the weirdness of uh, Andrew's. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what should I, should I not have vamped right there <laughs> i don't know you were putting really dangerous close to doing this again <laughs> i'm realizing that this is my new this, like talking yeah. gesture is like this like flowy for um, those that those not uh, privy to the visual medium it's uh, like i'm making a, jason i'm making pulled noodles jason is doing two jellyfish <laughs> and, who are and, doing and like noodles. a jellyfish jellyfish mating call yeah um anyways yeah so th- let me try that again. Thank, <laughs> thank you, thank you for being here. Thank you for being a friend for all these years, and 
want to thank our listeners. Uh, we really do appreciate all yeah. of you, and we wish everyone a great week. Yeah. Thank you all for listening, and thank you again for Rachel, um, and we will chat with you guys soon. Bye. Bye. This has been Jason and Kelsey Have Friends. Executive produced by Dora. Talent managed by Kelly. Design and artwork by Hobby at madebyhobby.com. Theme song by Jason. Questions? Comments? Send us an email at jasonandkelsey at gmail.com or visit us at jasonandkelsey.com. If you haven't already, please rate and subscribe everywhere, multiple times.